What is activation energy and how can you use it to your advantage? Hi, my name is Samra Abuselbi. I'm the host of the show, Super Awesome You, on the Super Awesome Mix Podcast Network. You can find more of this show's content at Super Awesome You on Instagram and on Threads. And if you haven't already, please consider leaving a five-star review. I actually just got one from Canada, which is amazing. I loved reading it. Thank you so much for leaving it. All the nations out there that are listening, honestly, I greatly appreciate it. It means a lot to me to have you find this useful and your reviews help other people hopefully find it useful as well. So if you have a moment, please take a moment and do so. So this week we're talking about activation energy. This is actually something that comes from chemistry and it is essentially the amount of energy needed to start a chemical reaction. That's kind of the core definition here. So when you think about a chemical reaction, like for example, starting a car and you need the gasoline, like in a gasoline engine, you need the gasoline to start pumping, you need the pistons to start pumping, all those things. If you ever notice that whenever you turn the car, the engine has to spike to a really high RPM before it idles back down to something really low. RPM here being rotations per minute. So if you have a tachometer and it shows you like those numbers, you know, zero to 900 or zero to 1200 or whatever the case may be for your car, Whenever you turn it, it will spike really high and you'll hear the engine go really high and then it'll come back down and it usually will idle somewhere around anywhere between 400 and 600 or 700. So activation energy is that spike of energy that's required for you to start the car. But then once the car is started, it's actually really easy to just keep it idling and it doesn't require that much gasoline and that much energy and the battery is, you know, totally fine and there's not a lot of strain. This is also the same reason why sometimes you may have plenty of gas, but your battery is dead and you need to borrow someone else's battery to like jumpstart it. And literally it's in that word, right? Like jumpstart, like you literally need to just start it because once you get past that, that hill, the engine will start to kind of, you know, take over and the battery will refill just a little bit, just enough to where the car will keep running and you're not going to, it's not going to turn back off again. So activation energy in chemistry is, is really this idea that it requires, it often requires more energy to start a reaction than it does to maintain a reaction. In my own life, I borrow running a lot as an example, but maybe you've had this similar sensation whenever you've been running, if you've been running. If you ever are going on a long run and you stop to walk, or even if you just stop completely, like you stand still, it feels so much harder to restart again over and over again than had you just kind of slow to a jog or maybe not stop running at all. Because once we kind of pause or once we are already in a state of pause and we are thinking about moving, there is a lot of inertia. There's like a lot of lack of momentum to get you going. And again, our brains like a state of kind of being mellow and not needing a lot of energy because by design, we didn't know that energy was plentiful. We come from evolutionary background of energy being really hard to come by, energy in the form of food. We didn't know when our next meal was going to be. Sadly, a lot of people still live this way. But if you live in like a modern westernized society and you're lucky enough to have access to supermarkets and the money to spend at them, food is very plentiful now, you know, by a lot of, a lot of counts. But our brains don't know that. Our brains still act as if it's not. And so whenever you are sitting on your couch and you're thinking about going for a run, your brain is hitting that that you know break as hard as possible. And it's like, don't you dare. Don't go out and do that. That seems like a lot of work. Like, you don't know when your next meal is going to be. Aren't you comfortable here? Like, just stay here. Here is safe. Here is comfortable. 
And that's why it's so difficult for you to get out the door and start your run. Same thing goes for doing something that is entirely neurological, entirely mental. It might be that you realize you need a new website and you've been thinking about building a new website for your business for a really long time. Your old one is outdated and it just needs a refresh and you know exactly how it should look and you're so excited to build it and you know it's going to help bring you more clients or at least modernize your business. And then when you're sitting there one afternoon and you're like, I've got three hours, I have plenty of time, I can start on this, I could probably even finish it or at least make a good dent in it. And then all of a sudden your brain again kicks in. It's like, no, that that sounds like a lot of work. Like that's so tiring. You're going to have to walk 10 feet to go get your laptop and bring it back. And I bet, you know what, that laptop hasn't been charged in a while and you're going to have to plug it in. And oh my gosh, like the plug isn't even there. You're going to have to go find the plug and plug it in. And it's going to come up with a million reasons why this seems like the most insurmountable thing that you've ever done, right? It's going to be like your own Mount Everest to climb when all you really need to be doing is grabbing a laptop and opening up like your website editor and making these changes, which you know you want to do. It can be very frustrating whenever our brains fight us on something that kind of our heart is telling us that we want to do and our instinct is telling us that we want to do. So that's activation energy. It's present in chemistry and physics and a whole bunch of things in our world. It's also very much present in our own psyche and our motivation and sometimes a lack of motivation. What do you do about it? So in science, there are such things as catalysts. And in chemistry, you use a catalyst to lower the activation energy. So if you imagine activation energy on a scale of 0 to 100, and in order to maintain and start a chemical reaction, you need to put in 80 for it then to idle around 40. So just you know, work with these like made-up units. So you have to spike to 80 to then idle down to 40. You could bring in a catalyst, and then what that does is that that can actually lower that 80 to like a 50. So now you're saving 30 units of energy and you only need to get to a 50 to then idle at a 40. And that can be a really big help. That can actually literally get a chemical reaction started a lot easier because you don't need to find 80 units of energy. You only need to find 50. In motivation, the way to do this is, as we've talked about before, make things a little bit more accessible for yourself. That's option one. So rather than having your laptop and your charger be in two completely different places, maybe your laptop is always 100% topped up. You know, maybe you plug it in every single night as part of your routine and you leave it in a place to where it's like right there where you're, you know you're going to be sitting in the near future and you know you're going to have an instinct to pick up your laptop, have it all laid out ready to go. So the next time you're on the couch, you're like, you know what, rather than watch TV, I should work on it. You can just grab it and it's right there and it's got 100% charge and you're done. That is a kind of catalyst to getting you to work. Another catalyst that we've talked about is like wearing your workout clothes to sleep. Again, I don't recommend that. That seems kind of weird because like you sweat a lot in them and then you're going to go sleep in them. But you know, you might, it might work for you. That's fine. I understand you're not sleeping in dirty running clothes. I get that. But you could do something like that, or you could lay them out instead of your normal clothes for the day so that it's already there, you know, at the foot of your bed or on your dresser. You could put your running shoes out in front of the door. So it's kind of blocking the door. So in order for you to get out the door, you have to move them. And so even the act of like knowing you're going to have to move your shoes to get out might be enough to lower that activation energy for you to be like, Ugh, if I'm already leaning over to pick these things up, I might as well just put them on my feet and go out for a run. These sound kind of silly, but they help a lot because, again, our brain is constantly searching for shortcuts because it doesn't want to spend a lot of energy and it wants to keep you kind of still. So when you're lowering that activation energy and you're building these catalysts into your every single day, 
it can be convinced to spend a little bit more energy because it's like, fine, I'm only spending 50 instead of 80 units. Like, I'll meet you there, right? Like, we'll compromise with you and be happy. The other catalyst, I mentioned that, you know, option one was that you kind of make things easier for yourself. Option two, honestly, is like just doing something a little bit easier. So using the same example of the 80 to idle 40, maybe there is something that is only like requires a 40 to idle at 20. Maybe there's an easier task that you can do. And you convince yourself to do that task first. Because what's really nice here is like your brain kind of has like a meta track to itself. And it's like, well, I did that one other task and that wasn't so bad. So maybe I can do this slightly harder task and maybe I can do this slightly harder task. And it snowballs from there. We've mentioned this before and, you know, it's like known as a keystone habit, very similar to that principle in the sense of like you prime yourself to do something that seems a lot more achievable because then your brain is in that state of thinking that the next thing is going to be also achievable and that next thing is also achievable and so on. So that can be kind of another way to catalyze this chemical reaction, so to speak, and get you moving and off your feet and tackling your goal. So with all of that, I mentioned Mount Everest earlier, and that is actually the song of the week. It's Mount Everest by Labyrinth. And I love this song and I love how it hits. It's one that like, listen to it with good bass because it's got like a really great bass hit. And the lyrics are great because basically saying Mount Everest has nothing on him. And I want you to feel that way this next week as you kind of tackle your problems and you throw catalysts your way to kickstart chemical reactions and and find and build your own motivation. Motivation is not something that is external to you. It's internal. And as you do these things and make your life a little bit easier, make your goals a little bit more within reach, you will find that Mount Everest has got nothing on you and you will be unstoppable. Until next week, I hope you have a super awesome week and I'll see you on Tuesday.